What is up, guys? Welcome back to episode four of the Intern Office. I'm here as always with Corey and Seth. That's a wild noise. But uh, how are y'all? What's been going on in life and uh, what y'all been up to? I'm good. I'm great. Yeah, I said I'm good. I take it back. I'm great. I'm I'm fantastic. That's incredible. I'm so happy. How are you, Carson? Yeah, I'm, we never start with you. How are you, dude? I'm going first. Yeah, uh, I'm first. I don't know. It's been good. Today was a wild day because I got to work at <laughs> um, one to do work, and then what I was supposed to do just didn't happen. And so I was here for multiple hours and didn't do anything. Then went to Seth's house and just had a fun old time. Wow. And now we're back. Carson can't go home because... Because I live in Narnia, yeah. but it's okay. He lives out in the boondocks. I do. But, yeah, it's been cool. We went to Winter Jam this weekend. That was super fun. We're going to talk about it later. Let's go. But yeah, it's been just pretty simple week. Music theory's not kicking my butt this week. So it's just easy triad stuff, which I already know. So, yeah. Corey, Seth, here everyone's to go. Seth, so let's let Seth go Seth since we're switching go. it up this week. Yeah, All Seth, right. go. Sorry. I, uh... Gas is acting up. Oh That's gosh. crazy. On the mouth side. Don't worry. <laughs> That's um, insane. Thank you. My, uh, <laughs> my, it's been good. I've been very, very busy. Very full schedule, which I love. I love having a full schedule. Oh, yeah. Full schedule is nice. I hate like yeah. just not having anything to do. It sucks. Mm-hmm. So it's been really good. I've been so tired because I've been waking up very early this whole week. Like the last time I slept in was like Saturday. What time are you waking Saturday? up, Cupcake? <laughs> okay, this <laughs> Mr. Blue Collar over here is like, you ain't never worked a day in your life. What time are you waking up? Yeah. If it ain't 5 o'clock or earlier, that ain't early. Yeah. Sorry That's to interrupt late. you, but this, so I'm drinking were, McDonald's Diet Coke right yeah. now, and it says Wick Donald's. The M is a W on here. Let me see. It says Wick Donald's. Because like, Wick? Because like it's a W if you get McDonald's. Wait, it's, it got, Japanese it's got characters Japanese characters it. next to it, so it's like well, Wick Donald's. Then I don't know. Sorry, I just wanted to tell everybody about is it that. Jo- is it, isn't there a new John Wick movie? Yeah. Is that? I wonder if that's what it is. I, don't, I doubt it, because it would say W I C K. It's just W C. Oh, it's 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 McDonald's. McDonald's, like that. Yeah, that is weird. I don't. I have no idea what that is. I don't know. I'll call Ronald and ask him. Okay. Hey, he's not real. He's a fictional character. Oh, he's real, Carson. Carson, clearly you don't know Ronald like I do. Yeah, Sorry. well, Sorry. we don't. He's been in some controversy recently, so we don't really talk about him. When's he not? You know, that now that is true. That's what that's what they don't don't want to. They, that's what they don't want to you know. <laughs> so. I need to get back on this McDonald lore, dude. I don't even know what's going on right now. Grimace died. Either, dude. I'm just Grimace died. Yeah. How do you think? Why do you think they discontinued the Grimace shake? Have you seen what happened with the they Shamrock don't. Shake? People are drinking it and then turning Irish and doing like little Irish <laughs> dances. <laughs> oh, really? oh, really? I haven't seen that. It's, wait, wait, I almost got one today, but what I was afraid they turn Irish they like turn leprechaun? leprechauns. Yes, I was afraid that. <laughs> wait, I need to get one. I was That's afraid so if funny. I got one for the podcast mid podcast, I would start going. Start dancing. Yeah, well, that's the thing, dude. Then you go get your pot of gold and become filthy rich. Yes. 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 Would you guys would you guys still be friends with me if I was a real life ep- leprechaun? I had elf ears and I I danced around all the time. I mean, you already look like I was going to say pretty much already that now. If, okay. But it's like I am friends with so, you and you yes. are. So. I forgot to mention me and Seth are going to Nashville tomorrow. <laughs> we are. I was going to go just for a day trip just to get a projector screen. That's we're just going to go up there, go to Bucky's, get a projector screen and come back. 
All in a oh, day's yeah. work. I'm going to Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> yes. I'm going to Louisville. Dude, so I watched Hexall Ridge. Um, so good. Such a great movie. And I watched it for the... I mean, I've seen it before, but it was like a long time ago. Yeah. Probably around when it came out. First, <clears throat> like, conscious watch. Yeah, yeah. Like, really just sat down and watched it. And then... Um, Andrew Garfield in that movie, he talks like this all the time. And he says, Hi there, sweetie. My heart beats faster when I Hi see there, you. Hi sweetheart. Yeah, he, kinda, yeah. he just kind of talks he's like, like this. I'm from Hall's Car. That's Tennessee. me, buddy. He's, he's full of riz in that movie, dude. Dude, yeah. I wish. Like, I saw that and I was like, I should be serving my country right now. <laughs> For that reason. <laughs> yeah, I watched that movie and Just saw... Just for girls. No, no. The, the thing at the end, he's like, let me get one more, Lord. Let me get one more. <laughs> and he gets another... It Patriot in him. It did. It I was the like, man... Eagle. It is the cool. inner bald eagle. Yeah, Uncle Sam was knocking on my door. That's for sure. Yeah, La- La- Lady Liberty was That movie's so bell. good. It's so good, yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, you know... Like always, there's a question I've been pondering on. Yeah, I mean, on. I wasn't even going to talk about oh, my life. Oh, we haven't gone. No, no, that's fine. I wasn't even going to. Oh, Corey, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no. Lo- talk about your life, Corey. Well, you know, I guess my I watched Hacksaw Ridge, wait. so that's about it. My, patient, my question can wait. Okay. Um, I'm going to Louisville, Kentucky tomorrow. <laughs> hey, you already said that, but <laughs> Well, I was going to explain, like, why. I'm not just going to the city of Louisville and standing there, <laughs> like, you know. That's what me and Seth are doing. We're going to go stand in Nashville. (laughs) Stand on a corner. Stand next to the... What's the dude? Broadway. Go to Broadway. Jordan said no downtown. Well... We are taking a Penske, so... We are taking a... Penske on Broadway? It's a pimped out Penske, dude. A pimped out Penske. All the plosives. You're funny. You're funny. Um, I'm going to Louisville to see the old reformed buddy of ours. Reformed buddy, Mr. Reformity, <laughs> up at Southern Seminary, and um, as much. we gonna hang for a little bit on the weekend. I'm gonna visit his church and have a good time. Are you gonna become reformed? He already I mean, is reformed. Yeah, let's, I know let's you not, are, but are you gonna become m- more reformed? I mean, no. We all know why he's really going up there. Yeah, I'm gonna go steal a honey and yeah, bring yeah. her back down here. I'm it's also already going to spring, and he doesn't have a ring. So I didn't mention I'm also going to my alma mater yet, this it? weekend. We're going to Lee alma, this weekend. Alma, ma- alma mater is if, like, you graduate. Oh. Well, I'm going to my, like, You're former. going to the place you went to for a year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Official Lee alumni. All right. Uh, now, yeah, you're not an alumni. I think it's time for the, for my question I've been pondering all No, week. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, so POV, right? You're on a long road trip, like tomorrow. POV. You are so hungry. Mm-mm-mm. You're thirsty. And you just see that big gas station. You walk in. What you, what bev are you getting? And what snack are you getting? Can I ask a question? Yes. Am I tired or am I awake? It's like, take it how you want. Well, because like, if I'm tired and I'm driving, I got to get caffeine. But the thing changes if I'm like, already have caffeine in my we'll system. We'll do a caffeinated beverage and a non-caffeinated okay, beverage. Okay, okay, yeah, because the snack will stay the same. All right, well then, you know what? Since you guys are sitting here and Seth is stretching, I'll go first. Um, caffeinated beverage. Honestly, I, you know like the Taco Bell menu, how you pull up and it kind of just speaks to you? Yeah. 
I just go to the energy drink section, and I'm like, which one of you want me to do? I didn't even know you drank energy drinks. Well, I don't, but I've been known to do it from time to time when I need to. Yeah. Like, I've had road trips where I'm driving back at 3 a.m., and I'm like, if I don't drink an energy oh, drink, I, remember that. I will yeah. fall asleep at the wheel. What do you like? I guess you're going to answer the question. Well, I, I kind of just do whatever. I like Prime Energy a lot, Those but good, they're yeah. kind of yeah, like rare. Like not really anymore. Well, they're, they're just, they're not at every gas station. Like, the yeah. go-to is, like, Monster. The Monster Ultra. But I do not like the flavor of Monster. Monster is, like, a last resort. Acid. You never had the White Monster White Monster Ultras? Nope. Don't like Monster. Don't like Red Bull. I Rains. Like, Rains are pretty I good. I love White Monster Ultras. They're zero sugar. So good. Yeah. But non-caffeinated, give me a naked mango Oh, those drink. are good. Those are the Mighty Mango, I think it's called. They're a little pricey. They are, but if I'm on a road trip, I'm not always on a road trip. So it's yep. like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. Cool. And then snack. Uh, Chex Mix has these things called Muddy Buddies. Oh, it's yeah. like chocolatey flavored. I mean, it is actually people cry about like, oh, I need to have all natural ingredients. You're eating straight chemicals. Like, let's <laughs> let's keep it a buck fifty. <laughs> If but you're at the yeah, if you're at the gas station, might as well eat some. That's what I'm saying. If I'm yeah. gonna eat chemicals, I'm gonna eat all of them. Yeah. And so yeah, I get the cookies and cream flavored Muddy Buddies. Sound good, dude. I walk into the gas station. It's a cold, stormy day, mm. and uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling hungry. I'm feeling thirsty. I'm feeling parched. Mm-hmm. I go up. And uh, actually, no, it's not a cold, stormy day. Oh, it's okay. a hot summer day. Oh, it's a hot, okay. it's a blistering hot summer day. Let's go. And I go in, and I, I mean, I'm. If it's past like lunchtime, I'm probably not going to get caffeine because I'm like caffeine sensitive. So if I have caffeine past lunchtime, I will not be able to sleep. But I am going to go in, and I am going to get an icy. Because that's like the Good only icy. time what, I ever get an icy. What flavor? Uh, probably red. Just flavor. red, like cherry. Yeah. You're not a cherry coke I mean, mix guy. Oh, I get have cherry done that. coke icy. Cherry coke mix is like heaven. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Um, and then I'll grab a bag of like any combo, combos, oh, the yeah. pretzel snacks. Uh, but pizza is a really good flavor. Pizza yeah. combos. And then that that's my day. All right. That's my fun day. All right, all right. Uh so me, so I'm walking into the gas station, right? I'm dr- I'm barely I'm dragging in there, I'm like stomping my feet. <gasps> oh. I'm hangry. I'm hangry. <laughs> so we're going for the caffeine. We're going straight, already hinted at it. We're gonna go for the strawberry ultra dreams ultra sugar free monster. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Hold on, can I get all those prefixes again? Yeah. <laughs> no. So we're going for that. All right. Uh, and then for our non-caffeinated beverage, we're going to go for a Grim Leafer Liquid Death. Grim Leafer? Oh, yes. Wait, they have liquid... They do not... What gas station has liquid no, death? No, a lot of gas stations have liquid really? death. Really? Yes. Yeah. I've never seen liquid That's death That's probably more common station. than... Um, Prime Energy. Prime, yeah. And so the That's, Well, I'm changing my answer. We got our Any bevs. liquid death, dude. We got our bevs. And our snack. You know those little, like, things, those torpedoes in the middle? Like, those little spinny things on the racks? You are not the about to dogs? get gas station, so like, food. I'm like going a, to get... 
the buffalo chicken roller. No Wait, shot. You no <laughs> shot. They're like two for a dollar, and they are so good. You're consuming the things that have been there since like ancient Greece. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Greece. See what I did there? Hey, Greece. Oh, hey, that's funny. hey, He's hey, funny. hey, hey. This is my scenario. You can have the wrong opinion. That's fine. No, that's crazy. I thought you, I thought both of y'all were good. I think gonna, yours is good too. Yeah, personally. I mean, I liked mine and Seth's. You're eating straight. <laughs> yeah, you're eating straight chemicals too with Muddy Buddies. No, no, no. But at least my chemicals are packaged to the point hey, where I know they're fresh mine chemicals. Has protein. Mine has a little bit. No, it Preston's does. Getting his gains in. I promise the... you, I've read the nutrition facts. Is the ratio of carbs to protein a good one? No, but is there protein in them? Oh yeah. Got it. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> make a mental note. Yeah, I'm anabolic. That's you know. that's wild. And speaking of anabolic, Core put me on the best anabolic meal. You got your su- double super greens, yeah, double teriyaki chicken from Panda Garden yes. or not Panda Garden, Panda, Panda Express, Panda Express, Panda Garden, another restaurant. But just if you want straight protein, dude, and it's fast food, so like you can find it anywhere. Like Panda Expresses are not so, so rare that you can't find them. You just get that. Mm. Super greens, double teriyaki, protein, no carbs, all the greens, all the mm. Mm. come on, so good. All right, guys. So we went to Winter Jam this weekend. Oh, did we? We did. We did. We saw Lecrae. Oh, we Lecrae. saw Lecrae. We saw we saw new Crowder. Song. We saw a new song. New we song saw, was so. We good. saw Joseph O'Brien. I get to meet Joseph O'Brien. Oh Woo! my gosh, this guy. Are you gonna Are you gonna shout him out? How you met you know him what? and. So go ahead, tell your guy. story. So Joseph O'Brien, I know I've talked about him once already, but he's the guy that kind of inspired my idea with this podcast, and so I love him and his music and everything. Super cool dude. I got to meet him and get a hat, and he signed the hat. He was a super cool dude. We talked about it. If you're listening, Joseph, you're probably not, but if you're listening, <laughs> if thank you're you listening, so much. He said he would. He said he would listen, so we'll see. Super cool dude, like... Literally one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Talked about music, and we both went to, well, he graduated already, but I'm going to the same college he went to and doing the same degree. Super cool. He was a really cool dude, and I went to see his two songs that he played, and I was just jamming out during his two songs. You were loving it. And it was awesome. And then I got to meet him, which was a cool surprise. But, yeah, that was the biggest thing. And then Crowder killed it. Crowder was incredible, Crowder and New Song was it. incredible. New Song killed it. And the Cray caught me off guard because his drummer was insane. Oh my yeah. gosh, his drummer! His drummer dude. was crazy. New Song's guitarist was crazy, dude. He was wild. He was going off, dude. I, and I went in their Spotify, and like, not that it's bad, but compared to what they play live, I was like, live, what dude. the heck? It's like John Mayer. Like people that listen to John Mayer listen to the live album. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why do these people not put out live albums? That's like a worship thing. You put out live albums because most albums of worship stuff are recorded live now. Like I think most elevations aren't they all live? I don't know. Uh, but like, are they live like live in a studio or are they live like in a church? Live. I mean, it's like live in a church recorded. Like you know, like how they say it's all natural, but you have a choir singing harmonies and like. Yeah, yeah. But like that's how most worship albums are recorded now. It's not like your traditional studio. I don't well, that's think. what I'm saying is new song isn't like that. Mm-hmm. They big studio guys, and I'm like, man, it's overproduced. Yeah, the super tight compressed vocals. It's just not. Yeah, not it. but they killed it in person for sure. They did kill it. Like one of their songs is just good. It's just goofy. Like the I am a Christian. My yeah. name is. That song is just. It's fun, but it's goofy. And then yeah. Kane. Kane surprised me. I enjoyed yeah. their performance. I thought they would not be good because. They just seemed weird. 
And like I like their aesthetic. Their lead singer really? was yes. very good. The guy? Yeah, he was really good. He caught me out. Like you know, like it's one of those things like you hear him on radio and you're like, okay, he's good. And you hear him live and you're like, you sound exactly the same and you're hitting notes higher than you hit on the radio. Yeah. Mm. Well, and apparently I didn't know this. I think they're all siblings. What? Huh. All the, of them? The guy oh. and the two girls. Okay, that makes sense. Not yeah, not their say. whole band. But the three lead people. The girl that played keys and acoustic was really good too. She was one of the sisters, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They were it was it was a good night. It was really, really fun. Seth really enjoyed Lecrae. Me and Kessler and Connor were uh well let's just say we were we were on our feet and uh like okay. We had been there for a while and I hadn't really had food. Or water. Oh, yeah, we, we were what hangry. Time did we get there like three thirty, and the show didn't. We got there like two thirty. Yeah, we got there really early. Yeah, we got there and like two thirty. The actual show in. didn't start till five. We didn't even get in till like four fifteen. Yeah, four fifteen. I was really tired, and then well, we had this running joke. Basically, like like I was like going into this right, I wasn't like specifically wanting to go to Winter Jam, but Carson was like, "You want to go to Winter Jam?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll go to Winter Jam." Sounds fun. So I went in there, and I don't really know, like, I know Crowder and Lecrae, and, I mean, I, I only really knew Kane for um, Rise Up Lazarus. Rise so, like, I didn't really know all of the people there and, you know, people who were speaking and all that. So I kind of went in there with just an open mind kind of thing, like, not really expecting anything. But our running joke was that, like, Lecrae is there. So yes. it's it's about to get hype. So I, so when Lecrae came out, uh, we were going wild. Yeah, and like the whole time, like we were standing outside in line. Gosh. Kessler and Seth was go Lecrae, Lecrae, is that you? Well, People we would start the looking. Second well, no. embarrassment was unreal. We saw him like eight times. Dude. No, we saw Lecrae like walk out in the street. Stop the cat. But me and Kessler were the only one. No one else around. People would start looking because they would start screaming Lecrae, Lecrae. Well, we were trying to get his attention to get like pictures and stuff, but he was. I think he was walking. He had like four security guards around him. You guys have matching schizophrenia. That's crazy. And then there was the astronaut dude. The, yeah. The, 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 the dude just, oh yeah. He yeah. never. That was so funny. Kessler wanted to take a picture with the astronaut. They got those bracelets, and y'all tied them together, and they just all broke. Yeah, it was. It was a good. Time. We were delusional. We were just standing out there in the sun. We were already. Was, <laughs> no, the problem is I wasn't delusional enough, and all you guys were. <laughs> and I was hey, dying. I think there was like a level. Like you were just, they looked like, looked like you hated your life. I was kind of in the middle. And Seth and Kessler were just having a great time. We were, dude. But when Lecrae came out, like I was so tired at that point. And it then it was so just like funny. a second win. And then after that, it was. Um, yeah, I look, I look over at one point and you were just like laying down essentially in your head. No, dude. Once Crowder came out, because he was the last one. Dude, I sat down for all of Crowder. He was, he was so good, so though. Good. Then whenever good. they played Glorious Day. Oh. Okay, I did get up that for that. That was awesome. I did get up for that. The, his opener, that milk and honey. This yeah. song was so good. I just I didn't know any of his songs, but when he played Glorious Day and the whole stadium is just like rocking. Rocking. I was like, yes. That was cool. I like that he played Glorious Day. That was cool. And then... Uh, I'll, and then the moments where he would like say we're going to church and decided I don't play the keys and just yeah, saying he took us to daggum church because like I knew most of his songs already and so like I was just I was enjoying it I really enjoyed Winter Jam it was a yeah great I thought experience. it was enjoyable I just thought there was some parts I was like yeah whoa there was the only, metal band I was like the what metal is band happening? was wild because their first three songs were just not 
Like they were talking about popping pills and fighting demons and stuff. Yeah, and then that, was say that was pseudo Christian. And then SCU then they worship, they, they uh, well, Carson loves SCU worship. Um, <laughs> That's wild. particularly a certain lead singer. But <laughs> besides the fact that they had a very attractive female lead, um, I That's like looked crazy. them up after, and they're they're quite charismatic. Which I mean, like you know, whatever. But people are gonna have their what nuances. Charismatic, like what do you mean? Pentecostal. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but not like actually Pentecostal. I don't think. Like, I don't know what. I don't know what denomination they're actually. They like to move and dance. Oh, oh, they like to move and move it. There's nothing wrong with a little schmoovin. I think it's. I think schmoovin is biblical. It's just usually when you say charismatic, there are other implications too. But I've whatever. never even heard that though. You've never heard the term charismatic, dude. It's like, it's like two okay. Days. So you have reformed on one end, charismatic on the other. Like they're like. The moral enemies. It's like you have liberal and conservative theology. Like liberal theology is more charismatic and conservative yeah. is more reformed. So but you got the Riz theology <laughs> and the reformed theology. Riz okay, okay. Theology. That's wild. Like there was only a few acts. There was like only one act that I wasn't a huge fan of. Which one? Oh, the metal? No, the, uh, I enjoyed it because I liked That's metal yeah, music. Yeah, the music was really cool. I, really, I didn't pay I attention didn't even to the like the music really. No, they just uh, yeah. they just were sounded good. And it was I was cracking me up because their bass player was literally doing backflips. Dude, almost. it was awesome. They were they were talented. I also liked that his son was the drummer. That was cool. Yeah. I didn't love the first girl because the the mix was bad. Oh, oh yeah. I, I forgot didn't she like was her. even part of the it. The mix was just bad and so all you you literally didn't hear anything. Like you could not hear a word she was saying. Also, not to be rude, because I'm probably well, I know I'm not better than her musically, but I didn't think she was that good in general. It just wasn't very interesting. It was kind of just it a very basic. vanilla experience. It was just, and, and like, I was at least like saying, hey, this is going to sound good. Because besides her, it was one of the best produced shows I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, and so everything sounded really good and everything looked really good. But that, like, her, her sound engineer did not do her justice that, on that uh, song. Uh, Sorry. No, I'm just playing. Sorry. You know what? I'm done. I'm just joking. You can go ahead. I'm done. Bye. You're good. All right, I'll go ahead. Um, all right, guys, uh, top three worship albums right now, right? Right now? Top three worship albums right now? We're doing that? Why not? Let's go ahead. Um, am I going? Or are you going? Or Seth going? Or I mean, if you're going to throw it up, I'll take I'll it. I'll go. All right, fine. Take it, Seth. Let's go. Listen, I don't listen to worship music like albums, like by album is the thing. So this was kind of hard, but I'm going to say this is the most basic answer ever, but Old Church Basement is really good. Dude, that's so basic. I know. It's so basic. Why would you say that? Um, It's got bangers on it. (laughs) I know a banger. We play a lot of those songs, and they're really good. Banger after banger after banger. Um. Let's let's pull up Spotify. You wanted to go first, but you don't have answers? I mean, I'm ready. I'm locked and loaded. Wait. Um, oh, my gosh. What's it called? Elevation Rhythm? Yep, that's oh, on mine. Praises? Is it, is it just called Praises? Nope, it's called This Is The Gospel. Okay, yeah. Oh, you're right. It's called This Is The Gospel. Yeah. That one. That one's really good. And... Um, there is a uh, Hillsong. I forgot about that album. I mean, I'm not going to switch my list now, but. 
I'm probably going to say four or five because I have a few oh, okay. that are tied. Glad you're talking. I'm three browsing Spotify. I'm okay. Just I'm just playing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Youth Revival by Hillsong, Young and Free. Uh, okay. Very nostalgic to me. Lots of like hype songs mm. and just very nostalgic. Mm. There's my top three. Cool. There you go. Well, so number one for me is probably going to be This is the Gospel Elevation Rhythm. Okay. Just so good. You got Praises and This is the Gospel. Those two songs alone. And then Purify. It just sounds good. Like it's like musically awesome. Number two is, I can't remember the title of it. It's Elevation's newest album. Um, Lion? No. Uh, is that not the newest one? Mm-mm. Did they come out with a new one? Yeah. Oh, is the one with the campfire on the cover? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forget what it's called. It's called the campfire album. So the campfire album is going to be number two because there's just some absolute incredible songs in there. Like Trust in God is just so Oh, cool. that song's good. I forget it's about getting, that. It's getting spammed. And I didn't know about that song until we played it. And oh, really? now, like, yeah. There's another song on there that I really like. Um, let me find it. Uh, hold up, hold up. It's called "Can You Imagine." By the way, I can only Jehovah imagine. is incredible. Nobody is incredible. Been so good is incredible. Running and then praise, pray. I mean, praise. Yeah. So yeah, it's super good album. And then number three, there's a, a, a some ties. We're gonna throw in "New Hymns" by Forrest Frank. Is uh, is in there? Don't know it, but okay. And then we're going to throw in Old Church Basement. Yeah. And then the third one, tied yeah, for number yeah. three, is Jesus is King by Kanye West. Oh, that's, that's crazy. insane. That's crazy that top three worship albums, you have a Kanye West album. <laughs> Go back and listen to our first episode. And listen to why Carson is kind of allowed to say that. <laughs> that's wild. Um, well, I guess I'll go. Uh, you're about to figure out how much of an old head I am. So, number one, I have Old Church Basement because all throughout high school, we spammed those songs, and they're good. I love them. There's, there's not one song on that album. Actually, no, I don't, I don't think, don't quote me on that. I don't think there's one song on that album that I don't like. Mad Come City Again is so good. Elevation. It's underrated. Come Again is incredible. Yeah. My, one of my favorite ones on there, I, we never play it, and it's not really... Like congregational, but it's um, oh shoot, now I'm gonna forget. Very, very gospel chords, like fast chord changes. Whatever, I I don't remember what it's called. Isn't Build Your Church on there? Mm-hmm. Build Your Church is also incredible. Yeah, great album. So I like also that album. Map Cities on there, so like. <coughs> yeah, and then number two, this is where the old head kicks in. David Phelps has an album. Yes. Called. David Phelps. David Phelps is <laughs> so good. And he cooks. He absolutely cooks. So he gets number two. He's got... Actually, I think um, there was like that one day... Was that episode one we talked about our top five favorite worship songs? I don't remember. Anyway, one of those songs is off that album by David Phelps, and it's very good. Um, number three, I could have thrown in one of those Elevation Rhythm... Or some sort of hill song, or just something else I know. But uh, Gaither Vocal Band, which also has David Phelps in it. The hymns one? 
That's yeah, yeah, on it. yeah. It's called Hymns. Is the album? Yes. So there was a Grace Legacy thing, which is like the older senior adult ministry. Yeah, and I go played, ahead, Carson. Tell I'll them. fly away for tell them. Tell them they're old, and they loved it. I David Phelps absolutely just it, like he's not real on that song. He's not real on any. It's song. all in chess, and he is literally just running. I don't even running marathons with his voice. Dude, it's insane. She's got. He sings. Um, he has a cover of. It's a Christmas song. It's not Silent Night. It's it's a Christmas song, and it's iconic because it's him live, and it keeps going. Like he changes up. Oh, I don't. I don't think I know what it is. Man, I can't remember the title, so it's stupid for even mentioning. But whatever. It's okay. I'll forgive you. Very nice. All right. I guess we're all good. We're all good. Well, all right, guys. So the deep dive topic for today is why should Christians work in a secular workplace and how should they navigate working in a secular workplace? I'm going to give it off to Corey because Corey's currently working in a secular workplace. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So I'm working in one right now, but I'm also employed here in a non-secular workplace. Yeah. And... um. I thought, so this is something I wanted to get into because I struggled with this big time in high school, like a lot. Yeah. Um, I asked the question, should Christians even work in a secular workplace? Because I, um, when I was in high school, like I really, especially my junior and senior year, really started to take my faith seriously and really started to get into this and be like, hold on a second, like, you know, this matters, right? And um, as I'm figuring this out and I'm really starting to commit and grow and put a lot more time into this and actually read on my own and actually pray, I began to think like, man, the Bible, like Christians are called to give up their lives. Like that is the price of salvation. Um, oh, book by Diedrich Bonhoeffer called Cost of Discipleship. I need to read it. I have it. Fantastic book. And basically... Very, very Spark Notes version. The cost of discipleship is your life. Like, people want to be like, it's a free gift. And it is a free gift. But to accept the free gift, like, you have to give up your life. Because, yeah. not not because you have to, but because if you understood the weight of that gift, you would. Yeah. And so, um, all that to say, I was like, man this if this is what it's like like if this if the if god has been this good i need to go into ministry i need to get to devote my life to him oh i've definitely been there and so i was there and i was like man i don't know and i had a mentor in my life old brian thomas fantastic Tom. fantastic man just shout out um <laughs> but i talked with him a lot about this of just like and I, I even after I went to college, I still didn't know. I was like, man, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Um, you know, because yeah. it just felt like the Bible calls you to dedicate your your life and give up your life as a living sacrifice. I mean, that's scriptural, yep. living sacrifice. And so I was like, okay, living sacrifice. I need to go work in a church. I need to do this. And it wasn't until I realized that you don't have to work in a church or be a pastor or be a worship leader or be any of these things to be a Christian. And yeah, I knew 100%. that, like I knew that, but in my life, the people I looked up to were 
church workers, people yeah. that I knew. And so it was almost like, man, to be and to be a solid Christian, you have to, it almost yeah. felt like, based off like my circumstances. Especially how like we've like all been super involved like with Grace like yeah. for a very long time. Right. And so like it's all we know. It's like I also worked in a secular workplace. I worked at a grocery store for two and a half, Ooh, three years. City. Old the old F C. But um yeah, and so it's definitely hard at times, like, because you're hearing things you're not normally going to hear in the grace bubble we have here from people, like, just the language and the jokes and stuff people are making is like, okay, this is obviously not good, you know, and, like, being in this bubble for so long, like, I almost got culture shocked that first few, I mean, year, like, it took me a while to get, get out of my shell and be vocal about my faith, but then mm-hmm. I kind of transitioned roles and then got to do a different thing with produce and a lot of good came from that because I started becoming more open about my faith and became more bold in that. And so there was somebody that worked um, in that with me. And uh, so she identified as trans and a lot of that stuff and had some stuff in her life. And, you know, like she asked me a lot of questions about the Bible and about the Lord and salvation and stuff. And it was super cool. Um, Don't think she like, trust in the Lord but like she asked me a lot of really good questions and I like got to kind of explain to her why I believe what I believe and she picked my brain a lot mm-hmm. and so like if I wouldn't have been in that situation like I wouldn't know to do that you know and so maybe yeah. nobody shared the gospel with her but I got to do it yeah exactly and so like that's why I think for the Great Commission to happen Christians have to work in secular workplaces you know yeah yeah and like it's it's definitely like easier because I, I know I plan to do full-time ministry and like work in a church my whole life and Seth are you planning on doing that? Probably. That's what I thought. And so, like, for me and Seth, like, like I had that experience, but, like, obviously we're planning on working in a church with Corey. Like, he has that call to work in a secular workplace. Yeah. Which I think is, I don't, I don't know if this phrase is good, but even more beautiful almost of, like, being, like, it's the easiest. The easy thing, honestly, is to go work in full-time I was gonna ministry. Say, I was, I was going to say something along that line, yeah. And, but he's, like, following the Lord's calling on his life, which is super cool. And, like, I know, like, for him it's definitely tough because we're all music people and love like being with music and playing in a church, but yeah. like he's following that calling like the Lord has put on his life with engineering and all that fun stuff. But yeah. I would love to be a full time worship leader or something. But at the end of the day, whenever I would sit down with Brian, we'd talk about these things, you know, he he told me he was like, if you think like if he, he told me, he said, whenever I felt the call to be a pastor, it wasn't like, oh, I want to be a pastor. It was like if I do anything else besides be a pastor, I won't be like I won't I feel full. I won't I won't yeah. feel content. And I was like, man, I want to be like I would love to be a worship leader, but I don't I don't think that is like, oh, I have to be one. It would just be nice. Or and I yeah. love l- being able to play or or you know, lead however I can and and be a volunteer, but yeah. Just being that guy of the full-time guy, I don't think it's for me and you know, it is what it is. And if that moment arises, I'm not going to like shy away from it. But at the same time, there's a beauty of being able to reach people that wouldn't go inside the walls of a church. Yeah. You know, on a construction site or on a wherever. Um, you can you can be that picture of Christ, you know, little, little Christ, Christian, by definition, little Christ. Yeah. And you can show them, hey, you know, because a lot of people too, they've been hurt by a church or they've been, um, Real. like, you know, they have a bad taste in their mouth because of a, someone else who claimed to be a Christian. And so you can kind of break down those walls and just be real with people 
And, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like definitely like I kind of struggled with that too, as far as like kind of following my calling. And so like, I have like a lot of big dreams and stuff. I feel like the Lord's put on my heart with what I want to do because I was impacted most was youth ministry. And so like, I would love to be able to pour back into that and ideally work with students. And like, I want to do like a youth worship collective type thing, like to give students an avenue to like hear like after school, come to the GSM building and like write music and produce music and like learn all that stuff and be involved in that. Cause that's what changed like me. And like, I remember like when I was, when we were pretty, when we were younger, the GSM building was more open after school and like the cafe was yeah. always open. And so I, I think it'd be cool to bring that back and like have that. And so like, obviously like there's importance in like what I'm called to do and what Corey is called to do. And like having to accept that, like with me, like I had that moment of, I don't think I'd be fulfilled doing anything else. Mm-hmm. And so like, there was the times where I was almost dead set on becoming an engineer or something like that. But I'm like, every time I would do it, like there would just be uneasiness of the Lord's like, trust me, because I mean, there is a real like fear with working in ministry of money, you know, like that's yeah. obviously a thing yeah. is it, a lot of people that do work in ministry, unless you're in a big church, it's hard to live almost, especially now. Yeah, a lot of people are also bivocational because they have yeah. to be. And it's so just like trusting the Lord's calling in that is super cool. Kind of like seeing how he's working is super beautiful. Yeah. I think about, um, the thing that we say every year at graduation where they're like, we are sending these kids off to be missionaries disguised as doctors, workers, mm, yeah. et cetera. That's what I thought I about. I forget they say that. Yeah. Supposed to live on mission. Which is true, which is very true. Yeah. Something, too, that I wrote down, um, I didn't write down a lot for this episode because it's kind of very discussion-based, but I went through the Bible and looked up some different biblical characters, um, or I guess you would even say writers. And, like, you look at these people. Yeah, most of them were, like, doctors and stuff. Yeah, just Moses, he was a prince and a shepherd. Joshua was a commander of the Israeli army. Job, we don't know his job, but he had a lot of money, so he probably did something that made a lot of money, right? Like, he wasn't just yeah, full-time. Like or something. Yeah, he wasn't, like, a full-time scribe or something crazy. Yeah. David was a shepherd and then a warrior and then a king. Yeah. Solomon was a king. Matthew was a tax collector. Luke. Luke was a doctor. Yeah. John was a fisherman. Literally apostles, disciples, Old Testament heroes. Yeah. Just awesome. dudes. Just actual dudes. And that's that's kind of the beauty of um you know, something I've talked about with another mentor in my life. Like, there's a real beauty. Because, like, the pastor, there's almost, like, an expectation of, like, you you need to be excellent. Like, you, in terms of your faith, like, you need to display Christ well. Because you're, you're a pastor, yeah. yeah. Like, there, there's a burden of, like, you should. And also, like, obviously, church attendees should, but not all of them do. But there's a beauty to just the dude who's just faithful yeah. and just serves... And he doesn't work there, but he just loves the yeah. Lord. Like, there's a beauty to that. Yeah, I think Job is a beautiful example of that. Like, I haven't really kind of thought about that. Like, he, like, was like was very blessed. And, you know, and so there's a Joseph O'Brien song about Job. And, like, it's really got me thinking about it because I also read Job um, at the start of the year. And so just thinking, like, now about how he's a man who was incredibly faithful to God, had everything you could want almost in life, money, 
probably didn't work in a church because the modern church wasn't even established yeah, yet. Yeah, definitely did not work in a church. And so, like, all these things, like, he was a secular, like, in the secular workplace, and so, like, he had all this stuff, but yet he was still so faithful to God, like, when everything was taken from him. Yeah. And so it's just, like, kind of goes back to the where I was talking about, like, there's the money scare. Like, as long as you have the Lord, like, you know, like, it'll be okay. He'll provide. Yeah. Money's a real thing, too. If he dresses the lilies. Yeah. Is but, that uh, uh, old church basement? That is an old church it basement is, song. I mean, it's also a Bible yeah. reference, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Do something I forget. Job's just a cool story, and like, I don't even know how I didn't think about Job when kind of planning for this. Was just how he, like, had everything almost, and just like gave it all up for the Lord, and mm-hmm. like chased after Him, and he wasn't the pastor, you know, like. Yeah, he it, was just a dude. Yeah, it just shows like the calling on our lives, which definitely applies to the topic of no matter what you do, like you were called to like give your bodies a living sacrifice and give it all to the Lord. Yeah. Another thing I think about with the Bible that's like I lose sight of, I think about someone like Job, right? He, at age, I don't remember how old, however old he was when all those events took place, like up to that point, more than likely just a dude. Like, made money, had a family, faithful, but, like, just a dude, just living his life, doing his thing. Yeah. I think about, like, all these disciples, like, up to the point of Jesus calling them, just guys, bros, fishing, collecting taxes, (laughs) healing people, like, doctorally, like, doing doctor's work. Yeah. Just... Everything outside of the Bible, like, the Bible is a snapshot of, like, key moments in history where God interacts with humanity which obviously I believe God is present and interacting all the time, but like in terms of miraculous things and um, I don't know, I guess you could say big ticket items or however you want to call it. But like outside of these snapshots, these were just actual guys just living life. Yeah. I mean, like even someone like David, where you hear his whole life story as a kid, he kills Goliath. Skip ahead. Who knows how many years? Just King. What do you do? What do you do between that? Well, actually, he commanded wait. armies. Yeah, he did command armies. That's why they like loved him because he like yeah commanded armies. armies. But that's what I'm saying is like they just dropped this like yeah, and then for you know however long he commanded armies. Like during that time, like he had the same days we do. Like yeah. <laughs> he didn't just fast forward like we do in the book. Like there's no real life time skip. And I think it's like something that I lose sight of sometimes is I'm like, man, all these Bible heroes are selling out, and they are. I'm, I'm sure they too. sold out. Yeah, and I'm sure they sold out when they weren't being written about. But when they weren't being written about, more than likely, like they were just being faithful. Yeah. It's just cool. You know, like, like the Lord can use anything. Like, And so, like, if we just commit ourselves to Him, like, He can use us no matter what job we are in. You know, that I think I was going to be sharing the gospel with somebody at Food City. No, I went there to clean produce and cut corn and all that Make stuff. Money. Cut your hand off. I did almost cut my finger off, <laughs> but uh, story for another day. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like cool to think about how the Lord can use us in any way. And so like this week at for school, we did a biblical worldview like reflection paper, and so it was super cool to think about um how we just need to center everything around the Lord. And like if we seek Him yeah. and seek His Word and see everything through like the lens of the Bible and not see like see see the Bible through a worldly lens, but see it through a biblical lens, you know? And so just, like, making sure we're chasing after the Lord. Like, if we chase after Him and His will, like, what we do, 
like will honor him. So you don't necessarily have to work in a church to do that. Dude, you know? also, it all comes back to it. The sovereignty of God. That's because right. he, you're going to be where he wants you to be if you're following after him, you know? Yeah. So just but don't Seth, stress about it. How do I know if I'm following after him? Uh, how do I know if I'm in God's will? Dude, read the Bible. It's Thanks. pretty cool. Thank you. Read the Bible. Yeah, I pray. love when people are like, am I doing, and I did the same thing, so I'm making fun of myself too. Am I, I in God's will? Have. Am I, is this what God wants for me? And it's like, what college do I go to? Or a girl. Or a girl. Yeah. But like all this stuff in terms of like, I think, gosh, I've been spamming the word like, I'm sorry. You can, you can over, we can over spiritualize. Is, what, oh, is yeah. that what you're trying to say? Well, yeah, like, we can over spiritualize, but also I don't think necessarily God cares what college you go to. I mean, I think the decision of like seminary is something a little different, but like if I go to, University of Tennessee, Knoxville, or University of Tennessee, Chattanooga, I don't think it matters which one you go to yeah. as long as you're living faithfully wherever you go. Yeah, like it's like True. the Lee thing. Like, I definitely don't think, like, it was, oh, I made a mistake going to Lee. Yeah. Now I'm going to restart and it go just, where the yeah. Lord called me to. Yeah, it was, yeah. like, you know, I learned a lot, met a lot of really cool people down there. And so... Yeah, you did. It was a, just a great experience at Lee. <laughs> and so I'm just glad now that I had that experience. And also love like doing online at Liberty and like working here with my best friends and starting a podcast. You know? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. And then also, um, you know, part of this question that we pose is like, how do you navigate the workplace? Like, we, we've agreed, yes, Christians need to work in secular workplaces, which I think is... Dude, a, if they didn't, like... Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I think that's an obvious, like, yes, they need to. I don't think that's much of a question. But now yeah. it's like, how do you navigate it? And one thing that I've come to realize with with my friends near me and with, with anybody, like, whatever you care about, you're going to talk about. Yeah. You're going to talk about... You know, your priorities, the things that occupy your mind, what you're thinking on, what you're doing, it's going to come up in how you live. Mm -hmm. You know, even if it's, hey, man, what are you doing after work? Oh, I got to go to church. Or I am going to church because saying I got to go does have negative connotation, I feel like. But anyway, like you're doing things that you care about, that you're passionate about. If I say, hey, man, I'm going fishing after work. Oh, you fish? Yeah, I fish. Yeah. If I say I'm going to church after work, you know, you do what you care about. I've sorry said that, but I think it's in a there's a know. balance of like there's a balance of like not shoving it in their face and just yeah. being like a personal human being, just yeah. personable, being a light, personable like human being. Following the Great Commission is not just you staying on the side of the road. This this happens a lot in halls in the same street corner, and holding up Turner Burn signs. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, th that's not what the Lord called us to do. Yeah, love and truth. And so it, it's and being truth. personal. That's not going to convert anybody. Like, being personal with people, like, I feel like that's, like, a big thing at Food City. It shows you actually, like, care about them, too. Yeah. It's like I was able, working in produce, where it's a smaller, like, six, seven people, like, be more personal with people and, like, let them see, like, how the Lord has worked in my life and how, like, I have joy through Him, you know? Yeah. Well, and I've mentioned this before the difference between, like, simple, complex, and then easy and hard. Yeah. Like, sharing your faith and just, like, navigating the workplace as a Christian is a simple task. If you are being a Christian, you will inevitably navigate it properly. Yeah, having a if biblical you, worldview, man. Yeah, if you're reading, if you believe, well, well, yeah, let's start with if you believe. Let's start there. If you're reading, praying, 
being discipled, yeah. possibly discipling. Yeah. Um, you believe and follow. Yeah. If you are doing things that are biblical and they're going to change you, the Lord will sanctify you. It is biblical that he will. It's not if, it's he will. So as you're being sanctified, that will show. I think it's simple. Like, it's not hard. Well, sorry, it's not complex. There's not 10 steps, but it's not easy. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's a daunting task every single day to just be disciplined, to get in the Word, even if you maybe don't feel like it, pray when you don't feel like it. That's a big one for me is praying when I don't feel like it is so hard for me because if I don't feel like praying, I feel like I shouldn't pray at all. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, this feels wrong. But... You know, I mean, I guess that's a personal struggle, but that's just like doing doing spiritual disciplines will shine. Yeah. You your light will shine inevitably. Something cool, like like I know I talked about it in the last episode a lot, is I'm super big on discipleship, and so like you say, you're in a secular workplace. Only you, by the way. Only you care about discipleship. You know what I mean. I know. I'm just joking. It's and just funny the way you worded that. Sorry. We all love discipleship. Oh, yeah. And we so, are big discipleship lovers. <laughs> that's crazy. Here. And so, like, even, like, if you're in a secular workplace and there's a younger guy that works there that is also a believer, like, you could mentor him. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, so this week, kind of off topic, I meant to share it in the life update. Like, I started a discipleship group with uh, some guys here. They're freshmen and sophomore, and super cool because I was praying to the Lord. I was like, I want to start a group and because I'm back home and I would love to pour into some guys. And like one of them just texted me and was like, yo, will you lead me and my buddy in the group? I was like, shoot. Yeah, bro. Come on. Shoot. Yeah. And so we, we started yesterday. It was super cool. And kind of just tying it back into the workplace thing. Like discipleship doesn't necessarily have to be this super, like obviously it should be like deep in like scripture center, but it doesn't have to be this super like, you sit there and holy like dark formal, yes. Formal. Like it's yeah. just like hanging out with a dude and like, or a girl if you're a girl, and like sharing like what you're reading and like doing life together. So you can do life together, people at your work. Yeah, like as a Christian, well, and like I think you have to if you work that. together. Yeah, just be like being more intentional with discipleship. Like at yeah. work is like yeah. super cool. Yeah, intentionality is big. Sorry, I went on a big rabbit trail there, but no, you're good. Well, and you said like mentioned even if there's someone younger than you at work. Man, they don't have to be younger. There's no one younger than me at my job. I'm the youngest person. But I can still bring up, you know, again, the oh, easiest yeah. conversation is all the time. Hey, man, what are you doing after work today? Hey, you got any weekend plans? And oftentimes it's, you know, I'm going to church or I've got something at my church I got to go to. Or, you know, I don't really have many plans this weekend. Probably church and small group on Sunday, and that's about it. And then there's, you know, you, they a lot of times – People are curious, and they'll just say, like, you know, church. Like, yeah. What's that about, you know? For me, I've noticed, like, when people ask me if I play drums or, like, they know I'm a drummer, and they're like, where do you play drums at? And I say, well, I mostly play at my church, Grace Baptist. So that's an avenue. So, like, yeah, you're going to find – you'll be able to find avenues to link it back, you know? Yeah, and it's a lot easier to link it back when you're – Doing plugged stuff, in. yeah. You're yep. plugged up, plugged in, doing stuff because Not just like I go to Sunday and leave. Yeah, well, yeah. and that's the thing is like, th- there are people who go to Sunday and leave, and then they struggle with like, how do I evangelize? And you still can. I'm not saying can't. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just much easier when 
naturally your life is more centered. Yeah, around. your life is yeah. centered around the church because inevitably you will be there. You will be talking about it. You'll be thinking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. Lord's good, dude. Amen. I mean, to that he is. I know, I've just been like just thinking about that like a lot. Obviously, like all the time, but just more than. I don't know, it's like I've been reading Leviticus, right? And there's some crazy stuff in Leviticus. And I was thinking like Leviticus is crazy. two huge things that I've been getting from that. It's just like like he was so in the details of everything. It just shows you like how like trust the Lord, bro. Like, yeah. like he he's got you. Like he's in the details. And also like praise God I don't have to do none of this stuff. I can eat bacon and pork and That's stuff. Right. I can eat yeah, brisket buddy. because like the Lord died on the cross and made all that stuff go bye-bye. Yeah. He came you know? to redeem the law, and baby. So Give just, me my pulled pork. I don't know, the Lord's just good. And Give like, bat. it's just like sharing the Lord in the workplace is so crucial. Like, even in a church, not everybody that's employed at Grace, I would say 100% is a Christian. You know, like odds are there's probably a few that aren't, you know? Oh yeah. And so like, Share the gospel even if you are in a church or ministry type thing because... Yeah, I mean, it should be on your tongue. Maybe you aren't going up to somebody who works at a church and saying like, hey man, you know, do you know who Jesus is? They yeah, probably know who Jesus way. is. But you probably are talking about biblical things. Because there's definitely a chance, you know. It's like there's definitely an assumption like with church, everybody works there is 100% a Christian. Yeah. Like there's like... And I hope so, but obviously, it's just not true. Obviously, I hope every person here yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. I hope so, but and the like, reality you know, of it is they probably aren't. Like realistically... Like a pastor, also because like a lot of the stuff comes out with pastors who almost do it as a power grab, and then all the stuff comes out down the line. So like that Robbie Zacharias guy, yeah. I don't know if you heard all that stuff. Oh, and so yeah. like all this wild stuff, and so like that's why always living on mission, even no matter where you're at, is super important. Yeah, because you, know, you never know who you're going to impact. And accountability. Yes, accountability, super important. Extremely, because without accountability, you can get into those holes because. Yeah. I don't know. Those those situations are so tough when someone is faithful and then they slip up and then it makes you question their salvation. Obviously, who am I to question anyone's salvation? But it just makes you think, was he, you know, was he saved? Yeah. But, um, man, never mind. There's something I was going to say. I've lost it. I don't know. I mean. Oh, oh, I remember. I remember. Um, You were saying the Lord is good. And then you were just talking about all that. It made me think. Um, I had this conversation with another buddy of ours, and we were talking, and he was just saying how he's got a a friend of his who he's he's kind of struggling because they are a Christian and they go to church, but they're kind of that go on Sunday, leave right after, and not do anything else kind of person. Yeah. And um, he was telling me just you know asking me about that. And I told him, and this is something that I think about all the time. This is always on my mind. Like if, because I know so many people, especially going to a Christian school, they hear about the Lord. They say, yeah, I yeah, believe. My school is my church. Well, that, but they say, yeah, I believe. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, so you believe it's real. Absolutely. I think it's real. Okay. Do you attend church on Sundays? Uh, I mean, sometimes. Your group? No. Do you... Read your Bible daily or even regularly? Mm, I mean, no. I mean, I'll read it when I'm in class. Okay, so let me get this straight. You believe it's real? Yeah, absolutely. Jesus died on the sin or on the cross for my sins. He created the universe. God created the universe. God sustains the universe. God is Jesus Christ is coming back on you know with a sword ready to conquer. 
Yeah. And he's only taking believers with him. So I believe. Okay, cool. It's like, why would you not want to do those things? Yeah, that's well, the thing. And, and, well, that's too. the thing is we uh, that I talked about earlier with, you know, if you understand the weight of what you believe, if you really believe it in your heart, believe it in your heart versus believe it in your head. Because if you believe in your head and you say, oh, yeah, all this makes sense, but you don't care, yeah, you yeah. don't actually believe that. Like, it's like, not that those things save you, but when you're truly saved, like, the Holy Spirit guides you and makes you have a long oh, to do yeah. those things. Well, I mean, James, uh, show me your... James 5, faith Shoot. without works. Well, yeah, he says, like, is show... That, is that chapter 5? What chapter is that? I, I don't think it's 5. Yeah, I think I'm wrong. I think it's earlier. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't remember what five, chapter it is, yeah. but it's the whole show me your faith without works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. Or something along those lines. Yeah. The first line, maybe, show me your work without faith, or something like that. Anyway, the important part is, I will show you my faith by my works. Works don't save you, but you produce fruit, right? You have works, and they come out of your faith. I also think about uh, in Matthew, when Jesus talks about people who are going to get to heaven and say, Lord, Lord, yeah, prophesied in your name and he's going to say depart from me from i never knew you yeah it just goes to show that like good works like i mean you know you literally nailed it on the head like yeah good works don't save you it's from you do these things because it's because love like you love the lord because the lord loves you so much that he literally died on the cross for your sins paid the penalty defeated sin and death for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I want to say one more thing. Can I say one more thing? Of course. Um, Romans 12, 9 through 21. I won't read the whole thing. It's titled Marks of a True Christian. Just came to my mind during Preach. this. When you see Marks of a True Christian, there's a lot of things here. Like, let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor, Yada, yada, yada. You can go read it. I don't need to read all of this because it's like 10 verses or 12. But all that to say, there are marks of a Christian. If you are a Christian, you will bear fruit. And that is biblical. Like, it is not if you're a big Christian, you could, you can bear fruit, but you don't have to. If you're a Christian, you will. And yeah. so. That's the thing is like the have to versus want to conversation. Yeah. Yeah. You should want to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, You should want to. Why would you want to do just the bare minimum? Yeah. How much do I have to do to get into heaven? Wrong question. Yeah. Yeah. It's just trust in the Lord, dude, and follow him. That's just like the ultimate response to kind of today's thing. It's just follow the Lord and and like do what, yes, do what he's called you to. Yeah. But yeah. And if you are following him, you will bear fruit and people around you will see. Come on. Just, be a light and follow the Lord. Anyways, guys, uh, thank you all for listening to this episode. If if you're one of those troopers that has made it all four episodes, oh, thank you. Oh yeah. And Joseph O'Brien, if you are listening, <laughs> if you're listening, thank bro, you so much. You! And please, <laughs> please follow us on IG. Uh, reach out. I think you're a super cool dude. We could collab. You know, um, <laughs> I love your music, and I'm so excited for your song dropping on Friday. Woo! Tell them, Carson. Tell them. Let's go. So, well, I guess it'll already be out when this episode is out. But so, go listen to the song. Yeah, go look it up. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, This has kind of become a Joseph O'Brien fan. (laughs) Well, me. Yeah, just me. You. You are a fangirl. So, if you're listening, dude, 
come on, follow us, reach out. Let's do a collab. Kojo Show Intern Office collab. We could do it. You could be an intern with us. What a privilege that would be. That would be such a privilege. Not just joining their very successful podcast. Yeah. They're, they're, them joining us. That's right. But thank you all for listening. And as always, welcome to the Intern Office. Thank y'all for listening.